Hello, and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. My name's Rachel Everett. My name's Marcus Kim. I'm Delissa Chu. And I'm Jordan Anderson, and this is Across the Table, where we'll discuss different topics that affect our everyday lives. In today's episode, we'll be covering how our social lives have shifted over the past year. Since March 2020, I, I can definitely say my social lives and friendship has definitely changed. Like, I've lost a few friends, I made a few friends, and I kind of connected more with people over the past year, I gotta say. I feel like my friendships dip, dipped off. I never really hung out with people outside of school back in like March. And then once COVID hit, it was always like, I, the only person I talked to was my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, a lot of our, at least going into COVID and our freshman year, all of our friendships were mainly in person, right? Like our friends were decided by who we would sit by at lunch, who we were assigned to be seated next to in our classes. And depending on if you had classes with people or not, your friendships were, would like wax and wane. So once we were forced to, into COVID, right, into quarantine, not being able to see people face to face, it really started to challenge how you approached friendship with different people. I feel like rather than like dipping out, most of my friendships just like went virtual. And we definitely like, it was hard not seeing them face to face, but at the same time, it helped me like expand some of my other friendships who uh, like people who may not have been super close with, I got close with just because we could talk to each other online all the time. Yeah. I also have to say, especially with the friends that you only talk to in school and you don't talk outside of school, I definitely lost those friendships because we only talked in class. We will hang out in the hallway, eat lunch together. But then when quarantine hit, I just stopped talking to them because I had no other way to talk to them, mm-hmm. which was yeah. kind of unfortunate. But it just shows how like not everyone you think is your friend is like your friend friend. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, yeah. For me, it was like kind of the opposite. I've kind of like found myself getting closer to some people who like I consider like my school friends. Um, like a lot of people who are at school, they only like hang out with people who they're super close to or who are in their friend group. And I realized that when people are online, you like interact with like a bunch more people. Like through Instagram, you can just like comment on their posts or like DM them or whatever. So it was a lot easier to um, communicate with people who I wouldn't have hung out with outside of school. I think going off what Jordan said, like the whole thing of maybe it was like a test of who your true friends were. And I remember, and this might be a recent thing, but I remember it was like the whole thing of like, well, if they don't text you first, then it doesn't matter. Or like, they're not your, like your real friend. And it's also like, I feel like that goes both ways, but it's also a test of, are these people like really, really real hardcore friendships that could last for a while? Or are they just, I you're at school, you're my friend. I want to hang out with you and I don't really have anyone else to hang out with. Yeah, I, I actually think that with like these very like superficial just in-person friendly friendships that aren't too deep. I don't think that those are exactly a bad thing. I think that those, um, you know, superficial friendships actually have a place in our lives, right? Because not every friendship you're going to have is going to be very deep and like lifelong and life-changing, you know? We've all had friends that we knew in like elementary school that we don't talk to anymore. And there's something about that that helps us grow as people, right? So once um, quarantine hit and we were forced to truly kind of interact with the people we actually wanted to have deep friendships with, 
I think a lot of our social skills, right? Like learning how to be able to adapt to different social social situations and how to approach different people kind of started to fall off because, you know, we didn't exactly have to talk to, you know, these superficial friends. For me, it was like low-key kind of the opposite. Um, like during school, like around like freshman year, I found it really hard to engage in small talk. But um, I would say this summer, I got a job and it's like in retail. So it helped me like interact with people of all different like ages, races, etc. And just like know how to um, engage in small talk with them. And so I guess the pandemic, like using social media a lot, plus like having a job actually helped me know how to like interact with people who I wasn't super close with. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to like, like you said, Marcus, like learning how to talk to people for me, it was way harder to like communicate with my friends online because normally we don't really text. Like I have like many friends, like we're really close, but like we don't like talk outside of school that much. Like we'll hang out like once every like three months, literally. But like when we, during quarantine, when we did not see each other for eight hours, five days a week for like a minute, it was kind of awkward when I text her. I'd be like, hey, and then she just says, hey. And it'll be it'll be awkward because we really don't know what to say because we're not used to that online communication back to back every single day. Mm-hmm. And that goes for like all of my friends too. The element of small talk, like I think maybe it was Delisa, Delisa talking about it, was just like, it's. I feel like it's so awkward to go up to someone like online in an online um, aspect of just being like, hey, how are you? And not like, I feel like it's so difficult taking that first step especially online like maybe in a way it's just like I don't want to inconvenience this person I don't want to bother them with a bunch of notifications but when you're in person you're able to pick up on like social cues and be like oh is this person busy oh this person really isn't interested in talking to me um and so I've kind of like developed the thing where I kind of hate small talk I mean I get dms from people that I know and like this is by no means a call out. And I'm just, they're just like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, this is really awkward. I don't know what to say. Because it'll just be like, hey, how are you? And then it'll go to, I'm good, how are you? I'm good. And then the conversation will taper off. There were definitely a lot of times during the pandemic where like not much was going on. And so it felt like even if I wanted to talk to my friends, I wouldn't have anything to talk about. Or even if I did text them, like they wouldn't reply because like everyone has their own thing that's going on. Yeah, um, so in AP Lang, there was this very, very interesting topic we had to write about is, is small talk relevant in today's age, right? And arguments to be made where, you know, you're kind of concealing your true intentions or you might come off as like insincere, right? So oftentimes, you know, in the hall when you pass somebody you know and you kind of have to make a decision. Do I like pretend like I don't see them? Do I try to wave? What if they don't look at me? What if I just look weird waving at someone who isn't waving back, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this element of small talk was completely eradicated for me in quarantine. And honestly, in a weird way, it kind of helped with my self-confidence almost. It almost, it, it kind of taught me that, it kind of taught me that I really don't need to, you know, pretend to be super friendly with my peers but still maintain my friendships right like another thing when talking online like when you're in person with somebody like you can see their expressions you can see like oh they're happy they're sad or if they're annoyed but like online you don't know 
Like you can text someone, hey. They can say hey back, but they that hey can be an annoyed hey or a I really don't feel like talking hey or it can be like, Oh, I'm glad you texted me, hey and you really don't know. And I was like what you were saying, Rachel, how like sometimes you don't want to be annoying because there's been times where I've texted my friends like we'll be having a conversation and I just feel like even though they didn't say they were I felt like I was being annoying in some way like maybe I should stop texting them and just like wait till two weeks later to continue the conversation but then at the same time that person could be could get the wrong message if you like stop talking to them thinking that you're being annoying but then they'll think that oh did I do something wrong it's, it's really confusing it's just confusing yeah it's kind of like when you see a message be left on red on like instagram right yeah and you know they're like different types of social medias right there's like instagram and snapchat that you know tell you when someone has read something mm-hmm. or when they're typing and then there's things like i messages where you have the option to show if you read something or not and honestly i think that the element of you know in social media when it shows your status of okay i have seen this message i think that adds another layer of like complexity right so it's yeah. like you send someone a message and you don't see if they read it or not that kind of gives you a peace of mind mm-hmm. it's kind of weird but social media my, my my perspective on social media has definitely changed because you know without social cues right without like face to face you kind of have to rely on any resource you get right so red recipients are basically the only type of context anyone could ever have in online situations yeah. There would be time. Oh, sorry. There would be times where I someone would text me, and it would just be like them responding to something I sent, and I would leave them on read because it's not like something I would respond to. But then when someone does that to me, I'd be thinking, man, did I just mess up? Are they mad at me or something? So like it's it's like I said before, it's confusing. But you just have to ba- like base your knowledge on like your own intuition sometimes. That kind of brings into the whole thing of like this rising of tone indicators. Are y'all familiar with that? Like a little, the yeah. The slash, yeah. and then there's like a letter. Oh yeah. I feel like maybe because we've gone into like quarantine and haven't had these social cues, I feel like that might have been one of the reasons why the social cue, the tone indicators have like increased and. Um, like with what Marcus was saying with the whole peers and like with social media and having those red receipts is also very important. There's been a lot of times where um, someone has like left me on red or ignored my messages and it has made me feel insecure or like start to overthink, oh, are they annoyed with me and stuff like Jordan was saying. But um, I realize that I also do that to people and usually it's not because I'm annoyed with them or anything like that. It's because um, especially through the pandemic, uh, I had like a lot going on. I wasn't really focused on um, every single person I was talking to. Like sometimes I would read a message and just forget to respond completely. So being able to see like that different perspective that, oh, someone may leave me on red, they might be annoyed at me, but also realizing that, wait, I do the same thing to other people. And it's usually not because of that mm-hmm. reason. So it, like talking to my friends about it and being like, hey, we haven't hung out in a while, like what's going on? And just having that sort of like open communication is really helped me like stay close to my friends you know what i that that reminds me of something right um remember like before quarantine if someone would dm me and i look at their profile and i ask myself who is this right <laughs> so then you kind of have to click on their profile see their tags and i'm like oh okay i know who this person is right but after quarantine right when we had to you know shift to online and you know we would play games with people 
we would meet strangers online. I feel like I've become more comfortable with opening conversations with people I don't know, right? I feel like I don't need you know the context of who this person is, who their friends are to be able to make a good conversation, right? You know, I see that we both like this same common interest. Okay, boom, I can make a good conversation off that. So it's definitely helped me in my, you know, communicative arts, right? I'm able to, you know, you know, have deep conversations or not, maybe not so deep, but have conversations with people that, you know, I don't really know. And I realized that like over the pandemic, it was extremely hard for me to open up and have like deep conversations with my friends, which is another reason that it was really important to have open communication with them because I know like mental health struggles and like school and all of that could be even more stressful when you're not seeing anyone and you're literally sitting alone in your room on your desk all day just doing work and not having anyone to hang out with or talk to. Um, so yeah, like it was really hard for me. I think I've become like a lot more reserved and a lot less willing to talk about myself just because of the pandemic. I can definitely relate to that. I have having that whole thing of trying to communicate with people and like maybe you overthink like what you're doing and like that whole thing of overthinking am I annoying this person I feel like that also applies with um the being able to communicate with people with your mental health I also feel like having to like communicate people might have brought some like friendships closer because I know one of my friends we we talk like every three months for like no weird reason but over when quarantine started we started talking more especially freshman years because she was in lots of my classes and we started talking more and it actually brought our friendship a lot closer because now we are a lot closer than we were this time last year or two years ago or three years ago and i definitely feel like having to talk to people online gives you better ways to communicate like marcus was saying help with like communicating and learning how to talk to people without being afraid to because in this like time period we that's the only way we can talk to people really mm -hmm. yeah. and one thing i've noticed is that when i'm introduced to like a friend of a friend usually i won't get super close to them unless we have like that one-on-one -on -one, like hangout session and it's like the same thing with online you're talking or typically talking to someone just one-on-one -on -one, and that can help you grow closer when you're not surrounded by other people you know mm -hmm without other people just like watching you. It's, mm. it's a lot easier. Yeah. Sometimes it can be awkward. I know, like Francis, one of my friends, he introduced me to one of his friends and we were on a FaceTime call and he left the call and it was just me and him, his new, like his friend. And it was really awkward at first because I had no clue who he was. And we were just sitting there in silence the whole entire time. <laughs> but like eventually we started to like get in like a smooth flow of conversation and it became less awkward. Mm. And I, I, I like how like, when the other person leaves, it helps you be more comfortable because it's like having eyes watching you or like you know someone's listening. It's awkward because you can't really be yourself in a way. Yeah. And also for me, it's um, when I when I shifted to talking with people online, you know, we've talked about how we can't see, you know, facial, facial, you know, like tone indicators and a lot of difficulties coming came to fruition after you know being online and not seeing people face to face and you know when as delissa and as delissa said when you get left unread you get really self-conscious right like oh did i make this person mad did i say something wrong and surprisingly through quarantine i think i've actually matured to be able to actually like express those feelings right 
So after coming back to school, whenever you know I talk with a friend, sometimes I'll just say, "Hey, how how's everything? Am I doing anything wrong? Are you happy with our friendship? Is there anything mm-hmm. I can like do to better myself?" Right. So I think that's helped me mature as like a person, and not only in my friendships. Right. So I, it definitely helped me. It, quarantine definitely helped me take that step forward to be able to you know take the first step and try to make things right with a friendship if you think something's off. I think, sorry, I think the transition from online to school was like super impactful for me because like people who I got close with over online, suddenly I could see them in person and talk to them. And it was like really fun because like suddenly I have all of these like new friends that like I would never have talked to before. So I think like coming back to school and seeing everyone in person was like much more enjoyable after like an entire year of being online. But with what Marcus was saying with the online friends and the social cues, I definitely found myself appreciating online friendships a lot more. I think I would say that I had more online friendships than in-person friendships. Of course, we weren't actually in person. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that I didn't have to worry about like overthinking all of these social cues almost made me like ignorant, but in a good ignorant way. Um, I was able to just enjoy the conversation and talk with all of these people um and I was able to make plenty of friends because I didn't have to worry about like if they'll like me if they think I'm like nice or something I'm just able to play games with them and then we can hang out and stuff and another thing with online friends that I really like is that when you're meeting someone online you like you don't know them right they get to know you from scratch because like when you're meeting people from let's say your school let's say you're meeting a friend of a friend they most likely know something about you that they heard from someone else. They don't really know you for how you would describe yourself. But with online friends, you can start off from scratch. They can build up a relationship with them and they can build up how they perceive you as a person without having that background knowledge of, oh, she did this, oh, so she must be like that. And I definitely feel like online friends in a way, it's, it's, it's a nice like start over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you don't have to worry about what someone might have heard or mm. a rumor that might have happened they'll just know you by whatever you present yeah, yeah and it's also um really difficult since you know northview is kind of a smaller school right so everybody kind of knows everybody so it definitely over quarantine it really helped me you know interacting with online people it helped me become more self-confident in myself right i remember before it was really difficult you know like people would say bad things about you and you would care a lot about what people said but then after quarantine after having to you know a lot of time with yourself and a lot of time with people who know nothing about you I kind of learned to be able to take those things in stride right and of course not everyone's going to believe everything that they hear and actually some of my closest friendships have actually started when you know they told me hey I heard this thing about you but I didn't choose to believe it and it sounds like that thing isn't true and that you know (laughs) kind of it was really it really showed me over quarantine that not only I but a lot of other people have matured as well yeah Mm -hmm. I just feel like this is one big experience that tests our maturity like how we feel about ourselves and like just like mainly how we feel about ourselves because um, I know a lot of people, like this whole like, experience of being online, a lot of people kept to themselves because you were at home and stuff like that. So this, it really just like helps us learn more about ourselves 
and just stop caring what like other people say because like mm-hmm. at the end of the day it really doesn't matter what other people say because they're just saying things to be saying things 90 percent of the time mm-hmm. like it only matters what you think about yourself because at the end of the day it's only going to affect you and not the people you sit next to in class or the people you bump into in the hallway i definitely think now that we've like come back to school i mean i'm not that involved in the drama so i don't know but i feel like i've gotten the sense that there's like less drama less rumors mm-hmm. uh, everyone seems to be keeping to themselves or their small group because they realize that like that just doesn't matter you can be who you want to be and just kind of chillax yeah. yeah i definitely i definitely think coming back to school has been a good opportunity to understand all of these things mm-hmm. and see how quarantine has really changed you and you know, it's an interesting thing, right? You know, time seemed to go by so much slower when we were, out, were younger, but, you know, as we got into middle school, the years started to go by quicker. So I think quarantine really gave us a good sense that, hey, a lot can happen in a year and you can change a lot as a person. Mm-hmm. Not only yourself, your maturity, your social situations, a lot of things can change in a year, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so after seeing, you know, a whole gap of a year seeing those people you remember from freshman year and now in junior year at least for me it's really it's really cool you know I didn't give people enough credit right you know people have matured people have changed and mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best thing that's changed about my social life right mm-hmm. yeah it's another thing when you when we came back to school it was really fun to see how people change too mm-hmm. like when you know someone from like seventh grade and how they acted then and now you see them now and you're just like whoa that's crazy and like even people said that about me personally i don't think i've changed that much but people have definitely said oh jordan you've changed a little like you're not the same not in a negative way but like in a positive way like you're not the same person you used to be a year ago mm-hmm. and like you said marcus it's, it shows us how much things can change in like a short period of time mm-hmm. It's, it's like a reality check, to be honest. I feel like for most people, the pandemic was like an opportunity to like explore like who we are separate from our friends and everyone else around us. So it really gave me the opportunity to like, yeah, like Marcus said and Aggie said, grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I think this whole experience of quarantine, um, not involving COVID, just like the social aspect of it is really going to affect us i mean not maybe in a good way maybe in a bad way but it will it's definitely changed us in a way but yeah and who's to say you know it might seem weird to say but who says bad change is a bad thing right yeah like maybe losing some friends might you know actually turn out for the good mm-hmm. when you look at it in the for like look at it in a future lens right yeah. um but yeah thank you so much for listening my name is Marcus. I'm Rachel. I'm Jordan. I'm Delissa. This was Point of View. Thank you for watching. <laughs>